0: Hey everybody, this is Felipe Belalcazar from Death by Metal, and you are listening to the Middle Aged Metalheads podcast.
1: Welcome back to Middle Aged Metalheads and in our interview with Felipe Belalgazar, director of Death by Metal.
0: I think that the way you
1: crafted it together, and I I I'm curious about again how much of this is constructed and how much of this is how you know, how real is this? Not that you not that you you manipulated it, but it really, the film does such a great job of painting Chuck as an artist that all of these decisions are made in the interest of advancing his art and it reminds me of somebody like John Coltrane or Miles Davis who is constantly changing and is not going to keep a band together or record a second record of the same material just to make the money and please the fans he's got a vision Uh, Is that what you heard over and over again from these people? That he had some vision out on the horizon that he was headed towards at all times?
0: Uh, Yeah, but it depends. Not everyone sort of shared that outlook. Uh, And it's funny that the more sort of progressive guys uh, that we interviewed have that outlook. They, They definitely... You know, even if they ended up parting ways and on a couple of ways after, you know, ill-fated tours, they had that they the, that's what they said is like, you know, this guy had vision up the ass and he was going with it. And and if you got in the way, he'd just push you out of the way and continue Um, the the less progressive sort of minds here uh didn't it was just a, a thing of like arrogance and his thing and egotistical stuff and which is also valid to a point uh that's one way of describing sort of those behaviors but uh but you know what i'm saying it, i think it dep- it's hindsight i guess dep- they also straddled this line
1: where the you know the original members were from an era where people stayed in bands their whole lives. Yeah and and the progressive players were from that era where you had you know Terrorizer with Pete Sandoval where people would just pull off and do a project. Mm-hmm. And it was a one and done and they were fine with it.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Felipe. Yeah. Did you ever have the fortune to see Death uh no um well I've seen D T A, but not not death I uh I was about four months old when uh Scream Bloody Gore was released. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so yeah I'm not uh, I I did not get to see them I, I I was I don't think I would have been allowed into a club in two thousands when they were still touring. <laughs> I was twelve or thirteen at the time, so I was not apprised no. of how young you were. Sorry,
1: yeah. you sound you sound very right. mature on the phone. <laughs>
0: Thanks. <laughs> I have
2: bragging rights. I did get to see them.
0: That's yeah. That's awesome. I met all. I I you know uh, for something else, we were interviewing Rob Zombie, and I had to basically lock the 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 door because it was at a backroom at a pub, so I had to stand outside the door so people wouldn't come in and ruin the shot. <laughs> yeah, I was standing standing out there with Rob's uh, tour manager and I was wearing a death T-shirt because that was whatever was in the rack that morning when I got ready for work. Right. And uh, the guy goes like he asked me the same question. He's like you ever saw them. And I'm like, you, I said the same thing. Uh, no, you know, like I'm as old as Scream, Bloody it go or that type of thing. Um, and he goes oh yeah well you know i was in this tour with him and we did this other thing together and i was like holy hell like this guy was just like spitting out stories and i'm like wow man (laughs) yeah now felipe i've I've just got
1: one more and then i'm gonna pass it over to mike and 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 see where we go from here how prepared how prepared were you for the level of openness and honesty that you got from some of these interviews i was as a as a guy who used to play in metal bands and has always been very connected to the to the death metal community. I could believe the connection that they had with Chuck because it's a very close-knit community. But I also was a little surprised by how raw some of the emotion was that made it to the cut in the film.
0: Yeah, well, some of the... I was surprised at first, but then uh, it's all, like, like you said, it's all about being prepared um so that's i I don't know like when you're having a conversation and and it's it's sort of beyond the surface stuff like how are you doing today tell me about your new record how's the tour been how was the crowd last night that sort of thing right when it it's when it starts getting to the more personal and 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 you just listen i guess as at least as an interviewer um, I found that they were more, they were m- more willing to share and we weren't like no one here felt that like, you know, it's like I said to Terry when he's, when he, uh, cause he wasn't very, he didn't want to it's not that he didn't want to like i and i i can understand i also wouldn't want to be like well you know i also had a uh a nervous breakdown in the studio because i never done it before i i would i i wouldn't want to be talking about that if it happened to me right um but like i said to him it's like you know i'm not here to like run out with the headline oh wouldn't you guys believe this big terry butler this is what happened no 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 no. because uh you know like i said way earlier all of these are just people like you and i and i think as fans sometimes we forget that 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 our metal heroes are are people too um and as such they have you know they also have things that make them anxious and they have things that make them happy and they have things that kind of rob them raw right and and if you're sort of uh sensitive to that and and in the conversation you you're not you know uh going yeah I, I don't know if impolite is the right way to go about it but if you're not like that then 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 they're more open right because then it's a more respectful interaction type thing
2: hey respect
0: goes both ways you're absolutely yeah. correct exactly yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah man the, the the way that you were able to pull the best out of, out of each of these folks. I mean it's, it's admirable you've done a fantastic job in that regard and, and I think that it it, it does a, a great service both to Chuck's memory but also to the metal community to see um, you know as you mentioned the subtleties, the human the humanity of it all um, that it's not just uh, kind of blind faces in a sea of noise but it is human beings with stories. Uh, to tell and to share and and real artistry um, rather than just uh, something to be brushed away so we really are appreciative of that
0: Thanks I'm glad you guys enjoyed it Thank you for that
2: and, and, and I would just I would just kind of like double down on what, what David and Carrie have said here um, and again for, for folks who haven't seen the film it is um, accessible. I'll just I'll just use a word like exquisite too. You have you have great graphics, great transitions. People might think the music is crude or uh, sort of like cacophonous, but there's nothing like that in the film. The film is 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 rather subdued and sedate. There's you know, there's definitely like a, you know the the power of the music that comes through. But again, I think uh, one of the themes that we're we're working on here in our podcast and our friendship here with uh, with everybody that we talk with or communicate with on social media is the idea of storytelling. And I think you capture that like so so well in, in the way that you're able to kind of like develop the narrative of death, Chuck and all the people who, who were part of his life, part of the band. Um, and again, you know, David touched on the, the fact that it's going, we, we know where the story is going. The story is going to uh, conclude with Chuck's, uh, you know, d- demise. With, with his diagnosis and then with his death and, 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 and then how people respond to that. But it's, it's always with this sort of like, they've had like 20 years to get over this and it's a very unmetal thing to, to use the sort of like cliche, sort of m- m- overly sort of machismo sort of like idea that you should have emotion about this or that the music should have emotion that isn't just uh, the term brutal. And you, you, you totally like are able to capture, like we went we, you know, they said before, the idea that these are people working, these are people who have lives and the music they make is, uh,
0: is, is intense. And yet, but it's like a representation sort of, of that. Like that's something that I really wanted to, I, I, I've caught some grief from certain fans because, uh, they feel that the, the doc is not, uh, detailed enough about the albums but I feel that there were a small minority of people that expected some kind of classic albums type documentary. You know, this is how we recorded it. This is the board that we used, you know, this is how we wired our drums and there is room for that. Right. I'm not saying that it has its place, but, um, but like you say, it's storytelling and, and, and those stories are interesting. But what I think is more interesting is, is, how the creative output of death was a way for Chuck to make sense of things, make sense of the world, and make sense of what was happening to him and others, and and kind of you know digest his ideas and his thoughts about things, and and if you look at the lyrics, that's what that's what it is, and that's where it came from, and you know, and it's cool to like I I. I i wanted to add those things like i asked uh, gene hoagland was uh, uh kind of made fun of me a bit when i when i asked him because he's the man has like photographic memory so i was I, I started picking his brain about like how did you record you know individual thought patterns and how are your drum set up and and he started telling me he's like well it was a this and that here and this and that here and then he goes like well, why are you asking me all this stuff and i'm like so i explain, you know well, it would be nice also to have sort of the technical aspect if i could if i could include it but but uh the story itself like the human story is what drives anything not just this doc but if you know and that's what i that was my priority so so it's 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 not that the music is secondary it's it's just that it's i wanted to show that it was a reflection and a part and parcel of his his outlook on the world basically
2: well and again felipe we we, we thank you for like taking some time with us and you you've definitely like taken a band death that for for a lot of folks might like exist in the past and you, your film like humanizes not just like the you know the 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 really sort of like uh, extreme metal scene as a sort of like subgenre, but like brings everybody like well everybody like grows up. They grow up, and you, you're showing us the, the 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 band members, people reflecting on this, and, and 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 kind of you know you know absorbing it all, and uh, it, it's brought together in such a wonderful way, and 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 I think it's going to be a great sort of. Uh, a reintroduction to people to to Chuck's music and his vision I, I, I know when I was watching just your you know your 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 survey of the of the albums when they got that, that, that live record and it was like it was almost like a jazz symphonic blow-up it was like this is not death metal this is like nah. this is almost like a Radiohead record but not quite that but it was not that that would be a bad thing but uh again, we uh we, we we really appreciate like the the work you've done and um maybe you could tell us what you're working on now. Yeah, that was my next question, uh. Felipe. Is there any uh bands in your future that you're looking forward to interviewing?
0: Well, um I'm a I'm a film editor by trade. So uh right now I'm working with a local Uh, Aviation Museum here with uh, they have a big 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 huge archive so we're doing short films of um, Canadian the Canadian experience during the second world war Um, so we've we've, it's a series of films and the first one should be coming out soon after Remembrance Day or uh, you guys Veterans Day Um, so there's that Uh, and in terms of music uh we're in talks with uh there's you, there's a band from quebec that a lot of people seen their logo but not very many people know their music and they're called voivod you guys probably oh, know. I love yes voivod <clears throat> i yeah. saw
1: voivod live uh for nothing face in the summer of 1990 with Faith No More, uh, Faith No More, Soundgarden, and Voivod, all in the same bill. Oh wow, and that's exciting that you're going to be working on some with Voivod. I mean, you've got a band with a very similar story with uh,
0: with an early passing of a member. Oh yeah, but we're we're focusing like we're doing um, more of a like yeah we we're probably going to talk about Piggy and we're going to talk about but the Voivod is just so different. Uh, you know how earlier I was telling you that uh, you look at a KISS record and then you hear it and, and it doesn't sound the way it should it would it looks like, right? Vo- yeah, Voivod is very, very similar in, in like that, but in a good way. <laughs> um, because you look at a record like Nothing Face and you look at a cover like that and you're like i don't know what to think about this it's going to be some kind of like nine inch nail kind of like i don't know what this is and then you put it on and the opening song is amazing right i love the pro do you have a favorite Voivod record Ah, uh, well that I, I don't have one i have a, like a, a handful <laughs> because their their eras are so different right so nothing face i love um, and i also love uh, killing technology it's great and and, and war and pain uh, but the one of the like i think but just by the the energy that is captured in the audio um the to the death demos the 84 demos uh, that is just i those demos are on a constant repeat on my on my ipod So and and that's that's one of the things that I just that I want to show or focus more with this this movie and what we're trying to do. We're just like literally starting like writing that sort of thing. Um, And it's to to show that these guys are so different and, and the evolution of their sound is just so it's huge from just from record to record, let alone you know, from when they started to now, it's just unbelievable. And when you see them play live is, uh, it's all there, you know, it's, it's, and they're tight and it's, it's great. Um, and, and I feel that it's, it's also like a musician's band, uh, a lot of, you see a lot of, uh, band photos on magazines and stuff. And, and you see the guys wearing Voivod t-shirts or you see, uh, there was that, that band last year, a couple of years ago that was turned that their logo was like a nod to Voivod. I think it was called Vector. Um, so you see all these things and, and you hear, once you get into Voivod, you start hearing their influence in so many places. And, and they're all different. It's not just like, you know, Voivod are influencers in metal. No, like they're everywhere. Uh, They've influenced so many people, yet they're not, uh, they're not talked about in the same way that other bands of the time are talked about. I mean, what's on my playlist right now? Um, I have a, I have a 64 gigabyte iPod that is on shuffle. (laughs) (laughs) then that is the playlist uh so i have anything from i have i i really like ska so i have a lot of ska in there like the selector the specials that sort of thing um there's a band from argentina called fabuloso skylex the the awesome cadillacs basically awesome stuff um there's uh the uh, eric put out a compilation called Grindcore, no, Grind Mad, Grind Madness at the BBC, which is basically a compilation of all the BBC sessions with all those grindcore bands, and I think that captures a lot of that movement and its at its prime, at its peak, aggression and speed is there. It's one of my all-time favorite uh grindcore records but not albums it's different right um the other one that is constant playlist on my ipod is uh hard work uh hard work and human are i play those pretty much every day um let's see uh oh they're uh screaming Jay Hawkins with the fuzz stones. There's a my, I love my screaming Jay Hawkins. I put a spell on yeah. you. Yeah, well, we um, my wife and I went for our honeymoon to uh, Germany and we walked into a bar and they were playing I uh, put a spell on you and I, But it was a version I hadn't heard before. So I asked the bartender, what is this? And the guy showed me the cover. So when, when I, we got, got, came back home, that was the first thing I did was download that record because it was great. So, yeah, no, there's it's it's mixed. There's a lot of stuff and um, there's this uh, music podcast that you guys should listen to if you haven't already called Radical Research. Excellent. That is also like on my okay on my repeat.
1: Always looking for recommendations on podcasts uh philippe uh, we philippe we would love to uh just take a second to thank you for your time to thank you for the film and for the work you're doing i mean it's it's critical uh for the folks who are into pop culture in general but into metal uh in specific and uh congratulations we're gonna we're gonna push this as much as we can uh because we just think it's it's worthy of of the eyes and ears of uh, of the folks down here in our area and beyond so thank you very
0: much yes awesome. thank, you well, thank you guys for the support, support. we really appreciate that thank oh, you me. bet yeah. well, thank glad you, you, you
2: enjoyed yeah. the film oh absolutely thank you and i'm going to make all my students